Hey everyone, welcome to Indie Film Grit, a podcast about indie films and indie filmmakers. I am your host, Timothy Patrick, but you, you can call me Tim. In this episode, I'm joined by indie filmmaker Sam Hogarth to talk about his latest short film, Envy. He shares stories about the making of the film and what inspired him to tell such a dark tale. Envy has won many awards at film festivals, including Best Director, Best Writing, Best Actress, and Best Narrative Short. Let's get into it. And here we are with Sam Hogarth. Sam, thanks for being on the podcast, man. How are you? Uh, hi, Tim. How you doing, man? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Ah, I'm doing well, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you. Uh, you are a true indie filmmaker, and <laughs> your, uh, your latest project, uh, Envy, um, is pretty interesting, and it, it seems to be a festival favorite. But uh, before we get too deep into all that, can you give the audience a little background about yourself? Uh, how you first got interested in uh, filmmaking? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I kind of stumbled into filmmaking, really. Um, I wasn't actually that interested in it. Um, when I was at high school, um, I wanted to be a, a football coach, uh, well, soccer coach over here. Hmm. And um, basically, I was kind of, um, it didn't kind of like turn out the way I wanted it to. So, my older brother Richard, who's also a filmmaker, uh, he's a producer on MV as well. He um, basically just encouraged me. He was just like, "Oh, why don't you try film for a year at college?" And um, and I did, and I really enjoyed it. And ten years later, here here I am, still making films. And um, yeah, the love's there. Um, love great. doing it. And um, yeah. So so football, uh, the real football. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to pry too much, but was it, uh, did you get injured or you said you were aspiring to be a coach? I'm sure that's a yeah. tough racket over there in the UK. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, cause coaching was more of a, uh, it's more of a love. Like I love football. Like it's, um, it's sort of like as an equal love to film mm. and, um, like I'm a massive Liverpool fan. Um, and, um, yeah, it was always my kind of ambition to be a football coach and um I was kind of discouraged from it when I was um doing sort of my uh, my lessons at high school so it kind of left me quite disheartened about it so I was looking at other routes and I made some like shorter films like with my brother at like 13 14 because he's he was like the film fanatic mm. out of our family like made it with like our mum's like really bad HDV sort of blocky camcorder sort of thing and sure but but i really enjoyed it and um yeah gave it a go and i loved it and um yeah just uh love filmmaking well uh you know sports a lot of people think uh you have to be either creative or athletic and that's just not the case and uh 
being involved in organized sports, you actually learn a lot of, of uh, tools that can help you in filmmaking as far as uh, working with a team and uh, sticking to a plan. Uh, did, do you find that at all? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, football is, is a team game and uh, so is filmmaking because it's not about an individual because if you want to be successful, you have to work as a team and, you know, um, with film, a film can't be successful without having fantastic production designers, actors, um, production production assistants, um, ads. You know, like, and it's the same with with like sports, especially team sports. You know, you've got example of football, you've got goalkeeper, defenders, and stuff, and they all have to click to make it work. And it's the same with film. And mm-hmm. um, cool. So so. You transitioned uh, from uh, sports into film, and you're working with your brother. That's got to be a dream come true, or <laughs> an absolute nightmare. I don't know which. <laughs> um, no, it's it's good. Uh, I love working with my brother. He's uh, an incredibly talented guy, and uh, I'm not just saying that because he's my brother. Um, if anything, we're harder on each other hmm. because. Um, you know, because he can accept criticism from what I give him if it's a bit harsher because he knows where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it, it's definitely good because we've got that kind of psychic link, which is perfect when you're making a film. Like when we were making Envy, like he he was sort of like um, heading up, sort of um, looking for locations and scouting them. And he just found what I wanted straight away. And um it's just because he knows me and he knows what I want. And mm-hmm. yeah, it seems, seems to work, um, the partnership. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of uh, yeah. big time uh, movies are made by uh, a team of brothers, you know, some of the best, actually. Well, yeah, like with the Coens and the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You got the Duplass big. brothers. You got, uh, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, seems to be quite a... Or even like the Duffer Brothers who did Stranger Things, right? Um, that it seems to be quite successful, and uh, long may it continue. I hope with uh, hopefully he wants to keep working with me. Um, that'd be quite nice. Yeah, just you know, be nice to him. <laughs> Who, who's the older brother? He's the older brother, huh? Yeah, Richard's the older one. Nice, yeah. very cool. And uh, it, it it seems like you kind of gravitated uh, towards the uh, the camera side, the uh, cinematography side of things. Is that right? That is, yeah. Um, that's kind of it. All kind of started at uni, really, for cinematography. It was just our first project, and I'd, I'd never done it before. And I just kind of, um, yeah, just picked it up and I kind of put myself forward. Uh, we shot a war film, um, and um, I thought it was pretty cool. I was like, oh, I like this. Um, being being sort of like behind the camera and sort of like designing like the images and framing and mm-hmm. yeah, like composition and sort of learning about color and um, yeah, I just found it all very fascinating and um, I kind of yeah kept going with it and um, I don't know. I hope I'm good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you know, from what I've seen and uh, visually, uh, it looks great. And so, so you studied uh, film um, after high school. 
Is that what you're saying? You went to college for it or? Yeah, um, I went to college and then I went to university after. Hmm. Um, and um, yeah, did college for three years, um, just doing film production. And then I went to Norwich University College of the Arts um, and yeah, studied film production there for three years as well. Um, loved it, loved all the six years I did uh, with the education and um, learned a hell of a lot, um, made a lot of really good contacts and um, it's kind of put me into good stead to where I am today, really. Yeah, I'm sure. Now, did you did you begin to start to find your own vision, your own uh, sense of composition, your own your own flavor, if you will, uh, at film school? Um, it's funny you say that. I was actually thinking about this today. <laughs> um, I, I really kind of discovered that I've kind of got a style from doing Envy. Um, I don't know, just sort of watching it. Like I've, I've watched it more than a few times now. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> and um, I kind of just noticed sort of little things from like other films I've made, and um, how a kind of style is 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 kind of developing, and um, whether that's subconsciously or kind of on purpose. But yeah, it's um, I don't know. Yeah, um, I've, I do have quite a way with my compositions i think i'm very much a rule of thirds kind of guy mm -hmm. um and uh yeah it's um yeah i think i've got a sort of style developing i guess um quite dark and gritty and um yeah very cool yeah you know it's a it's a journey uh i think uh, a lot of filmmakers uh till their last film they're still discovering new things and whatnot uh but uh when you when you do look at your old work or when i look at my old work um especially the real old stuff uh most of it is garbage but uh the good stuff i i subconsciously reused uh in my later projects it, it's interesting how that works and i i think eventually if you can purge out all the mistakes and all the you know, the, the bad stuff, uh, then you're left with your style. Definitely. I, I completely agree with that. Um, I find that, like you say, like when you kind of look back on like your, your kind of older projects and you see the mistakes and you realize the mistakes, that's where the growth begins. And that's where you kind of really learn what you like about filmmaking, what in particular you kind of want to take forward into the next projects and that you learn the most lessons from the, from the kind of, um, the, the more mistakes you make, the more you learn. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's, you know, when you sort of start filmmaking, it's better to make those mistakes early, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, learn all those lessons early, um, to kind of, cause I think, um, I don't know. I think I'm at a point now where, a lot of those mistakes are starting to iron out now, which is quite good. Um, yeah, that is nice. And it's quite nice that I, I think that Envy is quite a sort of a bit more polished piece of work that, that I've done. Um, yeah, because you nice. you've made a ton of short films, not just as DP, but you've worked 
up and down the gamut of it, you know, produced, edited, directed, um, and uh, all culminating in Envy, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I've, um, I've worked on quite a lot of projects. Um, I try and work on as much as I can um, with as many people as I can, like new people, just learn uh, new things and new techniques and just meet new people and um, just try and, you know, the film education just doesn't stop. Uh, I find I just try and dip my toe into editing and, you know, why does, why does this shot look good against this shot? And, Mm -hmm. um, cause I find that then that just helps to understand story, understands just piecing a film together more. So that's why I think that envy is a bit more polished is because I've learned all of these different things and it's kind of, culminated into you know a kind of all-round decent piece and um I, I think it's fun like I, I like editing and mm-hmm. I love producing and um yeah um I like sh- I love shooting um and I'm starting to like directing <laughs> <laughs> um it's um it's, it's not a natural go-to for me but it's something it's definitely a role I'm kind of enjoying a lot more mm-hmm. um and uh, fingers crossed, I'd like to kind of explore it a little bit more in the future. Yeah. Well, the, the more you learn about all the aspects, the, the more you're prepared to direct. That's what I always say. Definitely. So, you know, in doing this podcast, I, I've interviewed people all over the globe. And uh, what I've learned is there is a lot of independent film going on in the UK. Yeah. Um the independent scene in uh in the well in the uk is kind of exploding really like because gear is so accessible now mm-hmm. um and you know people just, you know, there's so many film students coming out of university even um out of my year they're just grabbing a camera and making short films feature films corporate videos and um, the amount of talent that's out there is, is is just getting bigger and bigger and because of where the kind of world is going technology wise um, I think there's only going to be more demand for uh, kind of video creators and um, so there's more need for content and even just like with YouTube um, sure. there's loads of people sort of starting YouTube channels and um, creating you know fun content and um, yeah, it's um, um, it's an exciting scene to be part of, and um, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like um, we went to um, Nottingham recently, where we um, for an award ceremony for Envy, and the amount of talent that was there, British, uh, from Germany, from all across like the world, was uh, staggering, and yeah, it was uh, just brilliant to see that kind of talent uh on display really it's nice to know you have so much activity and and so many people uh you know willing to go out there and make films it's encouraging yeah definitely it kind of uh gives you um a lot more kind of hope on creating uh content that that you want to make as well um like i've i've recently just sort of obviously finished envy and i'm working on another uh, couple of short film kind of project ideas at the minute 
Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, just with what's accessible kind of now, I'm, I'm confident that I'll be able to shoot them both this year, um, nice. <laughs> which, you know, um, I don't know, even a couple of years ago, I, I just wouldn't have been um, confident to have one made, let alone two. Yeah. Um, so it kind of shows you where the industry is going and particularly in the UK because, um, yeah, just, it is just becoming such an in-demand sort of, um, I guess, resource now, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, let's get into Envy. Um, this is your, your short film that's out there. And um, can, you, can you give us a little uh, summary or I don't know how much you want to give away, but, uh, you know, set the scene yeah. a little. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I've actually got the, the story written down in front of me because oh, I nice. have a tendency to kind of um, waffle on a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, because obviously there's so much to like a story that like a filmmaker puts in. You don't kind of, let's say, too much instead of just like a little short sort of um uh, sort of pitch, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, envy. Uh, it is about two girls called Emma and Jess, and uh, they're an after-school drama lesson preparing for exams. Emma finds out Jess has thrown their plans out for next year uh, after they leave school out the window. The friction between them creates a dark turn uh, to see if their friendship survives. Mm. A very dark turn. um it was actually a lot darker when i originally wrote it um (laughs) but uh yeah still very dark yeah i I should tell the audience uh you were nice enough to send me a screener so i have seen it so uh uh i enjoyed it very much um but i I, I, yeah you were well done um but i i gotta be careful not to not to give give anything away um, so yeah, it's, uh, like, a uh, drama kids basically, um, in, in a rehearsal space or whatnot, or, a, um, a drama room. What do they call those? Um, just like a, a theater. Yeah. It's like, it's just a, yeah. Like a school theater. Yeah. Now, did you draw on, you know, past experiences working with actors to come up with that story? Um, no, uh, it is a, um, it's, it's kind of, uh, it all started really actually from high school. It's kind of, um, it's kind of based on my experiences of high school, not like when you actually watch the film, just want to kind of state it. Um, it's not actually, I didn't do what happens in the film. Um, that's not a thing. <laughs> I didn't actually do that. Um, that's good. Cause it is quite dark. Um, but basically when I left high school, um, I just had this kind of really bitter aftertaste really, because, um, um, it, it's difficult when you leave high school because friends kind of, you separate and you go, go like your separate ways. And after spending, um, five years with these people maybe even longer um it's quite and being like 16 um it's quite a weird experience because this is kind of what you've known for such a long time Mm -hmm. and um i went because i was uh danielle's character essentially 
I went off and did my own thing and um I had friends stay at high school and continue doing sixth form and um yeah so and but my friends were bitter towards me about it hmm. so it kind of ended quite badly and um I then in uh when I was at uni um I can't remember why I decided to write it then but I just had this idea about um this whole scenario about leaving school because it was something that uh just stuck with me just because of the experience of it the emotions of it mm-hmm. and um decided to turn it into what is envy but uh like i said earlier um it actually was a lot darker than what it was uh, what it turned out to be um I even had my uh, older brother richard to sort of he was just like sam you need to tone this down a little <laughs> uh, because it was a lot darker than what it turned out well that's good another good reason to have your brother around right oh yeah 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 he keeps <laughs> me on the straight and narrow <laughs> um yeah you know that's probably why people can relate to this film is because especially when you're young envy is a real thing it's it's almost like um a challenge as you get older to figure it out how to not be envious, you know, but uh, when you're in high school, you don't know, you, you're just experiencing these emotions, you know, and all the, yeah, all, totally. all the hormones going. Um, so yeah, I could see people relate to envy. That's for sure. And you know what? I don't know if I'm right. I don't know if uh, the older you get, the less envious you get, but uh, I think at least you have time to work on it. Yeah, I, I I really agree with that because I think that the older you get, the more experience you have, like life experience, you kind of detect these emotions more mm-hmm. when I think when you're younger and you don't have as much sort of life experience like I did when I was sort of 16, you, you, you kind of roll with the emotion, which you probably shouldn't instead of sort of having time to reflect on it and, you know, um, now obviously being older if i'm sort of being jealous or something for whatever i can sort of look back and kind of look at myself in that situation go ah i probably shouldn't feel like this because this this and this Mm -hmm. so you can reflect and you can actually sort of evaluate why you're feeling like it Mm -hmm. um, and quickly sort of snap yourself out of it yeah yeah i mean that's the that's the hope is that uh, people grow up. But uh, on the flip side, I could see this uh, this story taking place at the uh, the upper echelons of uh, Hollywood acting. You know, uh, maybe two uh, soap opera stars going at it. You, you know, it's still applicable mm-hmm. depending on the uh, the individual. But uh, it's uh, envy is no joke. I, it's interesting. I've had quite a few uh, people um, sort of message me about the film and sort of um, sort of saying about how interesting depicting these emotions and how they've kind of felt something similar, not necessarily through like school, but you know something more recently. And um, it's actually quite quite weird, really, um, just sort of mm. having lots 
sort of um, people sort of have it connect with them um, because it's just lovely and you know um, don't expect people to message you and just sort of say um, oh this is something that I felt and that's just lovely really right I'm just curious any of those envious friends from high school are they, do they contact <laughs> you <laughs> no no okay no, no they're still being envious now the uh, <laughs> the the acting in this is great and uh, you know it could have gone uh, the story is mainly between the two female characters um, but there's also a, a couple of male characters that are also working out uh, their scene and their acting um, and you could have gone either way uh, but uh, I think it's probably more powerful um, staying with the girls mm, yeah um, yeah I just I, I thought it was more more kind of interesting taking it from their side just because of the characters I think those two like the two women like the two ladies had a better dynamic than than like the, the like two guys sort of being quite because I think that guys aren't as open about their emotions hmm. so I think it might not have worked as well um Right. But the two actresses I had, Pippa and Danielle, were were great, and they really kind of like um, had a good chemistry together. Yeah, I really enjoyed their performances. How did you go about um, casting this film? Um, well, I, Pippa, I've worked with her um, a couple of times before, um, and I just sent her an email one day. Uh, while I was finishing off the script, actually, because I thought of her for the lead. And um, I said, I've got this weird little short that I could picture you in. And she got back to me in like 10 minutes and said, I love it. When do we shoot? Nice. And um, I was just like, wow, okay, cool. Um, and uh, Danielle, um, I saw a casting call pro a monologue competition piece that she'd done because um, I'd already previously followed her on Instagram mm. and I saw it and I really, really liked what I saw. And so just sent her a message and see if she was interested and sent her the script and she did an audition piece for me and she just nailed it um, mm -hmm. sort of straight off the bat. And, um, yeah, I was really, really impressed with her. I kind of imagined her being blonde and having a different look to Pippa. And I think she really suited the look as well of the character. Mm. And, yeah, she really brought it and brought a different element to the film. I also quite enjoyed the, uh, the drama teacher. Uh, that performance, I mean, as, as subtle as it was, um, that was great. How do you, how'd you find that guy? Uh, Mark, he, uh, Mr. Mark Benfield, he is one of my uh, favorite human beings on the planet. Hmm. Um, he is an amazing guy. I've worked with him since, oh, uh, 2011 now. And he is a top professional. He's, um, 
honestly the nicest guy I think I've ever met. Um, amazing actor. And um, he's done all sorts of roles for me before at sort of university student level, going into um, sort of leaving university and sort of um, doing other short pieces for myself. And um, I've worked on feature film sets with him as well. So we've had a great rapport over the last um, six, seven years. And he's just become one of my very good friends. And I totally trust him as an actor and as a person. And I said, I've got this little role for you. And um, he just, he just is because he's such a nice guy and you kind of look at him and you're like, Oh, he is a nice teacher and I like him. I, I want mm -hmm. him to teach me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he came in and he was fantastic. Yeah. Great cast. Um, great look and success at the festivals. Tell me about that. Yeah. Um, well, whenever you make a, a film, you, you really don't know how it's going to be received. Um, you just can't plan that. Mm -hmm. um, so we've sent it off to a bunch of festivals and yeah, we've been very lucky with the response we've had. Um, people are enjoying it. And uh, yeah, so far we've had um, eight official selections worldwide. Um, we've won six awards now. Um, and we've had four nominations as well. So Very cool. it, yeah, it's going from strength to strength and um, hopefully more to come. That would be lovely. Some of those awards, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at IMDb, they're across the board. You got uh, best actress, um, best writing, best director, best short. Um, so that's exciting. You know, it's not just one place that recognizes yeah, that, that that's what's really nice is um is that a lot of people are being recognised for their work and not just one person and um yeah I, I I kind of like I was saying before you know films a team game and you know when when we um what was it we won uh, yeah like I was saying uh, recently we were in Nottingham and um where we won best horror sci-fi which was incredible like we actually went down to the award ceremony and everything and um oh. that was very very weird um <laughs> <laughs> kind of um having someone say the nominees are and all that kind of jazz um right and sort of reading your name out is just a bit odd um but like you get to sort of share the trophy with people and you know people are taking selfies with it and um, it kind of really feels like a team effort, you know, when you can share the success and, you know, when you get like a best horror award or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, it's not aimed at one person, it's at the whole team. And, um, just, I'd say that as a massive compliment to, um, for my team and they've like, I think there's, what is it? There's 15 people, including like myself who were part of this film and, Every one of them, um, you know, deserves as much credit as the next. Very cool. Yeah. So after the festivals, is it is it still active in the, in the festival route? Yes. Uh, it will be active until October, uh, nice. where um, 
I will make a nice little announcement on your show right now. Um, on October 31st, Envy will be released on Amazon Prime worldwide. Wow. That is um, smart. That's uh, Halloween. It is, yes. Because um, that marks one year when we officially released it anyway. Because we did a small YouTube release on Halloween uh, 2017, and I thought it'd be nice a year on, release it for Amazon Prime a year on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's great. Congrats. Thanks. Yeah. Um, just looking forward to, um, well, literally the whole world to see it. Um, and yeah, hopefully more people enjoy it and um, get get something out of it, just like we have. Yeah. Back to the festivals for a bit, because um, a lot of indie filmmakers out there, they struggle with, oh, where do I send it? Uh, you know, how much money should I put into the festivals? And um, should I do ones that I can go to or ones that I cannot? Did you uh, have a strategy when it when it came to uh, rolling it out to all these different places? Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, I think that's I think that's very crucial. And I, I started that in pre production, um, mm. sort of having a a, a post production plan uh, in place. And you know, I, I think that's a very good sort of bit of advice because you know, just for even just for yourself, not necessarily like a sales agent involved or what have you, even if it's just you're releasing it yourself to festivals, it's good to have a plan in place. Um, and yeah, I mean, with, with, um, with Envy, I kind of chose a lot of, um, festivals based in England. Um, so mm-hmm. then, um, I could attend, um, with screenings and so that's been quite good. Um, but also I like to sort of go a bit further abroad just to sort of see what, what other people think. And I've entered quite a few in the States as well. Um, that's what it's about. It's about people watching the film and people getting something from it and enjoying it and giving them an experience and, um, a dark experience. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, um, that, that's, what's important to me. So you mentioned uh, with Envy that, uh, you know, you, you you noticed that, yeah, you do have a style developing visually. Um, but I'm curious, uh, is there anything that sticks out while making Envy that, uh, that opened your eyes, something new that uh, you're not going to forget? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I think... I think just being more prepared because I like to plan a lot into days and we had some bit of bad luck with the location we had because they had like builders come in on the days we were filming. Mm. So yeah. So it kind of hit our schedule quite badly. So it was more kind of, um, I mean, a lot of people don't actually notice this, but I, I think I've, well, I undershot the film. Like I didn't get as many shots as I wanted um, because of kind of scheduling with builders and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, 
it was just something you have to kind of roll with the punches and that's something that I definitely learned a lot better with was just kind of going with the flow yeah just being a bit more spontaneous with things um which happens you know you have to roll with the punches and if something mm-hmm. kind of comes out of the blue um like batteries die in the middle of nowhere and you got no charger and you have to be a bit more creative and I think this experience definitely made me be more creative um, and kind of roll with the punches a lot more during a stressful um, shooting period. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sort of stylistically, um, learned a lot about lighting, learned a lot about lighting during this. Um, I had a really good gaffer, which was Sam Terry. Um, and the location was very nice. Uh, to let us use their theatre lights for the stage and for the um, sort of like semicircle, like the group gathering. Um, and he had a lot of experience with that. So it was really good to kind of liaise with him about sort of like timings and um, like um, changing lights from a spotlight to the uh, green and red on the stage. And um, mm. even un- when it's... Um, sort of backstage, the whole kind of green um, sort of uh, tint to the to the light. Mm-hmm. That was all all done on set as well. That's not post. Oh, nice. uh, so we, we did it all for real because that's what I wanted. Um, I'm very much a kind of big believer of trying to do as much as you can in camera um, and not try to do it in post because – if you do something just marginally wrong and it doesn't quite work the way you want it to, then you've kind of um, sort of stabbed yourself in the foot, really. Mm-hmm. So it's um, I learned a lot with lighting and um, especially with how tight it was in that room together. Um, had to be quite creative with lighting. and Looks great, man. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. Um, we worked really hard on the style for this film. Um, Chris Arnold, who is our production designer, um, spent many an hour talking about how the film should look. And um, it's quite handy being director and cinematographer in that in that um, conversation. Um, but yeah, she um, did very well sort of like helping with colors and uh, textures and um yeah we spent a lot of time really designing the film and um yeah just from head to toe very cool and i'm glad you can i'm glad you notice all of that as well <laughs> that's that's one thing like when you make a film you hope people notice this as well and i'm very glad you noticed it yeah uh, i'm curious uh because you're making your way as a filmmaker at what point are you going to decide to go full feature length that's a <laughs> that's a very good question. Uh, I have a conversation with myself about that on a weekly basis. I'm there um, with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it, it's tough. Um, I've, I've I've worked on features with um, other filmmakers who um, who sort of made them um, where they don't have like a big catalog sort of behind them of shorts or. Um, or, you know, festival selections and what have you. And it's interesting chatting to them about the decision why they make a feature when they do. And they 
they always say to me, you know, when you feel like you're ready to tell that story, do it. And I don't feel like I'm quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to kind of make a few more polished shorts and, um, yeah, just get just some more experience and get some more um, film education um, years under my belt, I think before I, I hit a feature, but me and my brother, we've actually been writing a couple of features um, for such an occasion when we decide to um, make the plunge into features. Well, that's good. Yeah, you got you to gotta plan ahead because when you wake up one morning and you're like, I'm ready, and you don't have a script, what do you do? Exactly, yeah. And uh, a plan potentially is to do uh, an envy feature as well that's currently kind of Hmm. um we're talking about at the moment um and sort of developing because a lot of people have kind of um message sort of saying what happens next right that's uh you know that happens with me in some of my projects but you know a lot of filmmakers myself and you included uh we enjoy leaving it open-ended um, because... Yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, because then people speculate, you know, they their imagination uh, takes off and, and fills in the gaps. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I, I find that more fun when, when an audience member just sort of keeps asking themselves, like, what happens next? And they have to try and figure out for themselves, you know, mm-hmm. leave that kind of cliffhanger where then they still think about it. And that's kind of where I kind of wanted to go with it um and hopefully well it seemed like people people were thinking about it um yeah but yeah I mean what what about you I mean do you do you feel the same way always I mean I if I can uh I I explain as little as possible in the film itself you know you want people coming to you with questions um it, it, I actually do it because that's the kind of story I enjoy telling but the uh, the beneficial side effect is people come and ask you, well, what happened here? Where where do they go next? Whereas if you if you wrapped it all up in a bow, they'd say, huh, it was good. You yeah, know? there's yeah. no continuation of the of the story in their mind. Yeah, I think that I think like you say, if you um, wrap up everything with a nice little bow, sometimes it's not as satisfying for an audience member mm-hmm. um, or even a filmmaker. I like it when someone goes away thinking about your film still exactly and it's going to be much easier to make a sequel if the story's not over exactly (laughs) (laughs) so yeah tell us tell us about your uh the new project you're working on okay yeah uh so i'm working with a friend of mine uh called simon edwards who um who's made a couple of features and um, we, we shot this short film called watch me alone in 2012, I think. And um, it's on Amazon prime to watch. And uh, it recently reached uh, number one live action um, short watched on Amazon, oh, wow. which was huge. Yeah, and that's great. Um, it reached number 20 in the U S wow. as well. Simon, and myself have decided to kind of team up because I, I shot the first short film to do 
um, a couple more, and I'm doing one of the next parts oh, of great. this um, this of this little series, and uh, yeah, which is very exciting. I'm writing it at the moment, not currently as we speak, but I am I am writing it, and uh, it's another very dark, <laughs> um, uh, very gritty, very um, quite shocking short film. Um, I don't think. Uh, you'll believe it when you watch it. Nice. Well, yeah, I, I like your style, and uh, I, I enjoyed your film, and uh, I look forward to seeing uh, everything else that comes uh, out of that twisted brain of yours. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for for the people out there that want to get a hold of you, is uh, is Twitter a good place, or...? yeah twitter yeah um or instagram is good um it's the same handle sam underscore d underscore hogarth i i enjoyed this man thanks for being on the podcast uh, no, thank you for having me and and like i said uh let's keep in touch and i i look forward to seeing more of your work oh brilliant yeah thank you very much i'll send you um links to stuff when i've uh when they're all made and sort of get you uh, see what you think. Definitely. That would be great. Brilliant. All right, man. Well, take care. Yeah, and you, mate. Thank you very much, Tim. Well, that's that. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Indie Film Grit podcast. Feel free to go to our website and check out the show notes, IndieFilmGrit.com. Follow us on Twitter, at IndieFilmGrit, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Well, I should really wrap this up, but before I go, let me ask you something. Do you have the courage, the passion, and the perseverance to make indie films? Do you have enough indie film grit?